Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, uh, I tell them welcome to the gray area and stay away just in case you ain't real enough to relate. Every other Thursday, politics to the chips, get up on this wave. <laughs> now tell me what's to talk about, cause we the only thing to talk about. How you keep reality in check, just keep it real rap and don't gossip with the facts, yeah. This is the gray area. And I am your host, Ray Jarvis. For chapter seven of the gray area, entitled Fight Money, I wanted to get into the fight game. You know, a little bit of the action in the ring, but also the business aspect of the fight game. And for that, I felt like the only person who could properly join me and have this conversation was my brother from the West Coast by way of the Bronx, Esco Ramirez. Welcome to the gray area. How you doing? Thank you for having me. You're, you already know, man. I, I'm glad that you can make it on short notice. You know, we had we had to call an audible. Word to our man's Eli Manning, but we're here now in the gray area. What's good, my brother? I'm good. Just put me in the game. Let's do it. Everything good. Know. Excited for this boxing and the way boxing is going. Just yes, sir. Yes, feeling sir. good. All right, you know, we we talking a little fight game here. We we, we had the the money Mayweather spectacle a little while back. Now we're approaching this Triple G and Canelo, the fight that I think most boxing fans really care about. Esco, how do you feel about this fight? Where, what, who are you siding with? What, what makes you feel like this could be the fight of the year, potentially? Well, this is going to be a great, great fight that boxing fans haven't had in a long, long time. You know, you, you, we're, we're talking about two different fighters who have fought great competition. True. And, and they're both on the rise. True. You, know, you got a young gun like Canelo Alvarez, who's being backed up by one of the greats who was also a fighter and a promoter, De La Hoya. Mm-hmm. You know, he looks like he's the cash cow, but he's also proving why he could be the cash cow. There's a difference. He's walking the walk, talking the talk, doing what he got to do. But on the other hand, we haven't seen dominance in the middleweight division where it's cleaned up. This is true. And... It's Gennady Golovkin. He's just not beating them. He's hurting them. Huh. You know, they're, they're leaving the ring. They're, they're, they're hurt. You know, and he's killing them with kindness. So, you know, <laughs> it's just two, two, two different levels of boxing where I think this is going to be historic. You know, we're lucky to see this fight. I feel like, you know, maybe I'm jumping out the window here, but I feel like this fight is the caliber of fights that when we were younger and the OGs would talk about, like, the Marvin Haglers and the Sugar Rays. I think this could be the next fight that that people talk about for decades to come, that that big money fight where it wasn't a bunch of defense. It was a lot of trading shots, a, a lot of Mexican style, as Triple G would say. You know, I, I, I'm excited, man. I feel like this is the fight we need. From the time we had Pacquiao versus Mayweather, 
We've been building towards Canelo and Triple G, and I'm glad that we didn't have to wait about seven or eight years to get these two guys in the ring. But with this fight approaching, you know, what do you expect to see inside of the ring? Do you, do you believe that one guy over the other has a particular edge to get them the championship in this fight? Absolutely. Well, we have to be lucky as fans to think about it like this. We're kind of double dipping. Right. We're getting the sweet science of boxing right. mixed in with the microwave effect. With the microwave effect, you know, we want the home runs, we want the knockouts, we want the slam dunks. And these guys could give us that. And they also could give us this, you know, our boxing style, jab, cross, yep. defense, move. So we're, we're, we're lucky to have that. So if we're looking at it in those parameters, I'm going to side with Triple G for one reason and one reason. Ooh, what's that, Esco? He got punched by a middleweight mm. several times and went to distance. True. You know, this. It's 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 Daniel Jacobs took took him to that to that level that we haven't seen from Triple G before. Twelve rounds of boxing action. He spoiled us with nothing but fights that don't go past the sixth round. Mm -hmm. And because he's given us that microwave effect, we haven't been appreciating the small stuff, cutting off the ring, body shots, mm -hmm. connecting, being accurate. He's one of the most accurate punchers in boxing. But we forget about all that, because you know why? By round five, the guy's on the floor breathing. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> you know, so so we forget about that. So I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, this guy is good. And on the other hand, we have a young bull, but the, there's only one problem. Triple G has fought the best in him division that he cleaned out. Yeah. We're not going to go ducking. We're not going to go that route. We're talking... Opponents. You know what's funny is a lot of fight game fans out here who feel like he hasn't fought anybody, but my argument would be that a lot of people don't want to fight Triple G. I've seen a lot of boxers avoid Triple G to the point that I believe that Triple G has had to tone down his performances to have more fighters be willing to get in the ring with him. I feel like he probably could have put out Daniel Jacobs. He could have really killed my man in England a few months prior to that. So I feel as though he's had to dumb it down a little bit for Canelo to get in the ring? Because if you ask me, Canelo was ducking Triple G for a little while there. Absolutely. I mean, who wouldn't duck Triple G? You know, I'll duck Triple G right now with brass knuckles. The guy is taking <laughs> clean punches. He's taking clean punches from fighters. And he's moving forward. Yeah. I mean, that it, it's, it's demoralizing. Once you get in the ring, you're giving the guy everything you got, and he's moving forward. I think now, it was the Gill fight that he knocked Gill out while taking a punch. I'm like, yo, this is ridiculous. How many times do you see a dude knock a dude out while getting hit with a right cross? Like, you don't see that every day. No, you don't see that every day, but he kills them at the end with kindness. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. the thing. He's killing them with a smile. Mm -hmm. So then you got Canelo, who's improved since Mayweather, True. who's had better defense, but he's still a little flat-footed, but he's gained more accuracy and selective in his punching, this hence why he can put guys down. So, you know, you think in youth, you think in everything, but he's also had questionable fights where it's like, if we talk in boxing purity, did you mm -hmm. really win that? Is if, if it's hit and not get hit, did you really score more? True. You know, so, so that's the difference where it's like, there's no ifs with Triple G. He won. <laughs> you, know what? Reason... you know Go what? You know what it is, man? I'm not sure if Canelo is a good enough pure boxer to beat Triple G. I feel as though with the last two fights, those those particular fighters 
had enough pure boxing talent, like in terms of like the sweet science, as it's called, to make Triple G work before he did what he needed to do. I feel as though Canelo's more of a boxer puncher, and that and that plays to Triple G in a, in a knockout somewhere in that fight. Where, am I wrong in feeling that? Am I, am I disrespecting Canelo by saying that? No, you're absolutely right. He's been the most biggest in every fight he's been in. He's been the bigger fighter, except when he fought uh, Chavez' alleged son. I, I don't know if that's his son, but I admit, I don't know. I, 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 I'm very scared that if Julio says to Chavez, that's his son, but that's another story. But what I'm going to go with is he's been the aggressor. Yeah. He's been he's pushed the fight. He's been the bigger fighter. Yep. The way he knocked Amir Khan was, you know, no. borderline bullying. Yo, Amir you know, Khan so. is a welterweight who was clearly a shrimp. Even when he fought my man, uh, what is his name again? Puerto Rican dude. I, I hate when this happens when I'm recording. Danny but Garcia. Not even Danny Garcia. Um, he, Kodo, the Kodo fight. My apologies, listeners. There's a lot of names in his brain that I have to retain. Bars. But even in the Kodo fight, he was clearly the bigger fighter there. He was clearly the bigger fighter, but... He wasn't the busier fighter. He didn't connect more. This is true. You know, so, and if you look at the numbers, just by the numbers, Cotto won. So it's, it's you know, more jabs, and but that's a whole different statistic. This but, is true. You know, it's, it, to, to fight Triple G, there is no doubt he's won every fight. And the mm-hmm. only reason Jacobs is even considered, hey, he might have won, is because he only lasted 12 rounds. And in the first round, he went down. True. True. And I don't think you're crazy for thinking that way. Yeah, I, I just feel, don't. I feel as that, though Triple G has dumbed it down because at some point you have to make money off of this. You just can't keep knocking people out and you're not getting that big money fight, which transitions into my next question, the next topic of this chapter. I feel as though boxing benefits more from a Canelo victory because I believe if Canelo wins, he's the next megastar of boxing. You know, with with Floyd Mayweather retiring again, the idea is that boxing doesn't have that premier name to carry the sport. If it's not Canelo, Esco, who is the next megastar of boxing? Well, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Because they got to be categorized in three different things. Okay. One, they got to have the microwave effect. You got to mm-hmm. have a wow factor. You got to be a knockout artist. You got to have something spectacular. Two, you got to have character. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have a personality, no one's going to recognize you. Mm-hmm. Hence, Adrian Broner. Yeah. He could he could lose, but he's recognizable. And guess what? We'll pay just to see his antics. True. And you got to be entertaining in the ring. We're not saying to showboat, but we want to see confidence in the ring. Right. So... Several fighters can Canelo does have that because of the Spanish influence in boxing. Yeah. The Mexican population is huge. He's a drug. Basically, all of California is, you know, California from Texas. They all, you know, has a large Mexican population, so they're gonna go for their fighter. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm gonna throw out a wild card name there that a lot of people don't think, and they don't know the power of a storybook ending. Carl Frampton. You know, he had a great fight with Leo Santa Cruz. Okay. And for two days, ESPN and other major sports networks were just playing that fight because he came from the bottom. It's a good story. So we love It's a great story. So, you know, I think Keith Thurman is in a good position. Errol Spence still need time. But I would say right now, the total package would be Deontay Wilder. 
Oh, I think he's next to take it. Yes. You know what? I was going to throw it out there, but again, this is why I have you on the show, because I know Esco is knowledgeable on this. If, if it is a blind spot for me, he's going to pick it up. If it's not Wilder, I'm thinking it's Andre Ward, but I'm surprised that his Q rating hasn't gone up higher after those two Kovalev fights. Like, I still feel as though people don't know who he is to the degree that they should know who he is. So, so it might be Wilder. I think maybe... If it's not Canelo, the winner of the eventual Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder fight might be the guy to put boxing on his back for the next five to ten years. Well, yes, and, and that has to do with performance in the ring and confidence outside the ring. You know, the good thing about Andre Ward, to boxing fans, he's the total package. Right. But most of the people who purchases these huge events are boxing casuals. Mm -hmm. They're not going to know the details on Andre Ward. They're going to know the bigger names because of their characters, which get more marketing and promotion. True. So Deontay Wilder is recognizable, and he has the microwave effect. Right. Whereas, hey, knockout. <laughs> 23 and 22 knockouts. 23 <laughs> wins. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, he has a character. He's entertaining in the ring. Right. He started boxing late. Total package. There's no way that you cannot market this guy. So, so go ahead, let's go. I'm my bad. Are you going somewhere with this? Pardon me. No, no. That's that, that's what I'm saying. As an investment, we got to put ourselves in these promoter shoes. Mm -hmm. We have to say, hey, you know what? My money would be better invested in him because even if he loses, I can still make money because of his character, regardless mm -hmm. of skill. All right, so now we're going to transition. You you mentioned promoters. That, to me, the promotional aspect and the financial aspect refers to the fight game. A lot of fighters these days, there's not many microwaves, to use your phrase, anymore. So they, they are taking, they're fighting a bunch of crumbs, a bunch of crumbs, hoping that one of these crumb fights picks up and they can start making money. So it's like, for the casual fan who enjoys the fight game and then the purist who loves the sweet science. Like, what do you do there, Esco? Like, how, how am I, as a fan, a fan of boxing, supposed to view this product when there's not too many big fights anymore? Like, what do I do about that? Should I just ride the fight game wave or should I push for more sweet science? Well, one of your, <laughs> one of your, 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 your great, uh, 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 desires right now came true because on Saturday we're going to get the sweet science and the mm -hmm. microwave effect mm -hmm. and that takes as I, and I'm sorry to say this but the disappointment of Manny Pacquiao and Mayweather oh, yes. has now created an urgency to give fans what they want and also the rise of PBC being free on national TV in mm -hmm. over 60 mm -hmm. years mm -hmm. it's very very huge so you know, these comfortables, I mean, um, these these boxers are now financially healthy because Al Heyman has given them the money. Hey, you could fight for free, but you're going to earn a great salary. Yeah. Hence why he got 300 boxers compared to someone who has 20 because mm -hmm. they only fight on pay-per-view. Right. So that's... All right, hold I on. Think the hold access. that thought, Esco. Hold that thought, Esco, because we talking business now. We we talking mm -hmm. Al Heyman. We we talking payouts and things of that nature. I, I I scroll through all of these different social media sites, as I mentioned on every show. I'm I, I, if I'm not commenting, I'm reading comments, man. So I gather information and they provide the content for these episodes. So there's a lot of people out here who don't like the fight game. A lot of the people feel like. 
the fight game is ruining the purity of boxing. But my counter argument would be, as you're talking about it here on the gray area, can pure boxing generate non-figure payouts? My opinion to that is no. I don't think pure boxing can generate that kind of revenue. And anybody who disagrees, uh, get them get them checked out and stay away from them because you're 100 <laughs> percent correct. You're 100 percent correct. Because if sweet, the sweet science, if the sweet science was to be paid out nine figures, you know who would have that? La Mancheco, mm. Hegemo Rigendo. Mm-hmm. Those two guys alone, just the way they box and their skill, and they're probably the best talent that we're seeing, but they're pay- making chump change. So you're 100% correct. I don't think it can happen. You know, it's frustrating because you you want, you know, boom, we talk basketball a lot. We talk football a lot. And, and in those sports, you get to see the technical aspect. You get to see the microwave aspect. And it makes money. It seems as though you have to be a cartoon in boxing or a character a la WWE to make money. You know, if I'm a boxer, you know, and I see that Conor McGregor made a hundred mil and he's not a boxer just because he's a character, a larger-than-life personality. I'm salty today. I know a lot of boxing purists. Even Oscar De La Hoya was on Twitter talking crazy about how it's ruining boxing. I would feel a way. I'm, I'm spending 15, 20 years out of my life perfecting this craft, and I'm barely scratching a mill for a fight, and I got a fight on ESPN Friday Night Fights. Come on, now. Well, I understand your frustration, but you still have to have... Remember, these boxers are commissioned workers. Mm-hmm. They work fight to fight. And within them fights, it's your requirement to perform. That's your job. Your job, you have one job. Yeah, that one job is to beat this other guy across from you. And unfortunately, if you don't do that, then you can't get all the benefits from it, let alone the 10% that go to promoters, 33 right. to Uncle Sam, and so on. So you're left with like 8%. That's that... That's the difference mm-hmm. within that. But one thing that I do want to just just want to sneak in there, you know, oh. just 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 want to sneak in there. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Uh oh. Just did you know that Al Heyman got a 500 million dollar investment for PBC? What? You just what? Hold on. Let me put my water bottle down. Excuse me. Esco, can you elaborate on that, please? $500 million was invested to PBC. Wow. So who did... Wow. <laughs> what does that tell you right there? It's not... It's no longer the 80s on how you get the money. Right. What they're saying is if you can get this money. If you can get the money. Different requirements. It's basically a carrot on a string at this point. They, and you're chasing it. You're trying to get to that carrot that seems to be moving further and further and further away. Absolutely. Absolutely. Damn. So at this point, it might be better to be an average boxer with a big personality as opposed to a great boxer with no personality. Well, that's how it's profitable. Mm. It's more profitable because at this point, let's take a boxer like Mayweather, right? Right. This guy worked his whole life. Right. He knew nothing but boxing. Right. Wasn't out there, you know, dedicated. And, you know, he doesn't do the normal, you know, drink and and, and smoke. So he's a dedicated fighter and perfected his craft. Now let's look at, you know, how he got money. He started talking, you know, whatever built the character. Yeah. But he was also disciplined. He backed it up. True. (laughs) 
You know what? Um, it, it was like it, Floyd Mayweather went from pretty boy to money made. It was like wrestling. Like Floyd Mayweather turned heel and started making money. When he was a baby face, nobody cared. As soon as he turned heel, came out with the sombrero, everybody cared about Floyd Mayweather. Because it grabbed everyone's attention and it was entertaining. Mm. And now he created a character, recognition. Bach, when is the last time you out there getting a piece of you know, 12.30, for some reason, you're like, hey, I can't sleep. Let me get a slice. Right. Did you, would you ever see a boxing billboard? No. On a magazine? No. No. But guess what's happening in 2017? We're seeing more boxing movies. True. Southpaw. True. Getting a war. Creed. We're seeing them in commercials. Canelo Triple G, they're dressed in the Wild Western. Mm-hmm. They're on peak time, football time, which means they're wasting money for you to know this fight is coming up. And you have a free network now. So, you know, these boxers have a chance, but you got to be entertaining. Got to be entertaining. You know what, man? And, and you mentioned the Canelo commercial, and I was going to go there. Canelo is still learning English, but his team has positioned him to be that guy for boxing that he's getting commercials with Sly Stallone. If anything, the Hollywood face of boxing is Sylvester Stallone. So you already see the positioning that's going on here. So the next thing, and I, I feel like a troll saying this, but should boxing fans, fans of the sweet science, the people who are, are like at the ground level who fight hard for this sport, should they just get with the program, Esco? Should they just get with the fact that if you don't have a personality, it's not going to pay, and that's that? Is troll job here, or, or is there some merit to what I'm saying? No, there's some merit to what you're saying, because the fans do have... A voice, and I think the fans forced the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, and the fans forced this fight. Because wherever Canelo went, it, it, uh, I guarantee you, nine out of ten fans was like, "Yeah, when are you gonna see Triple G? Right. Yeah, he's looking for you. He's looking for you. Right. We want to see that." And De La Hoya came through on his promise, you know. So it, it, it's something very different in that nature, and they have to get with it. Not in a sense of you gotta support these weird characters. No, but we need to have a little bit of both. We need you know, the pizzazz, and we also need you to be stable, and we have to see it marketed more. Yeah. Because people are not going to know unless we see it more, you know? So I think even this pay-per-view will do good numbers, mm. but um, it just has to be marketed more, and I think this, this this is the first step, and I think this fight is creating the hype for future fights. Yeah. Just responding to your point about the fans and they generate in the interest and the, and the want for certain fights. I feel as though the fans con- continuously putting that pressure, especially the boxing fans in Mexico, continuously putting that pressure on Canelo to have the Triple G fight was part of the reason why after his last fight, he, he, he had Max Kellerman in the ring and he had to say Mexicans don't F around and all of that because he felt the pressure. I'm like, my man, you never speak English after any fight, but all of a sudden you cursing on national television on pay-per-view because you want to make sure that you don't look soft in front of Triple G like he was Club Lang or something you had him come to the ring because you want a piece of him <laughs> so it's like I, I I get what you're saying you know you, you absolutely up, applaud this man we got, we got to applaud Esco because I feel as though he's he's making a valid point but as we transition on we're going to stay with the business of boxing how do you feel about more former fighters becoming promoters taking the taking the pot away from guys who've never put a glove on a day in their life you think that's good for the sport or or, or we, we're looking into a ponzi situation where it's just fighters trying to former fighters trying to find more ways to get paper 
Let me answer that question in less than 10 seconds. Hold on one second. All right. You know what's the greatest interpreter in the world? What's that? You heard that clap? That's a knockout. Okay. That's the greatest interpreter in the world. <laughs> as long as you're knocking out, I don't know what you need to say. I don't care because you're entertaining me. Right. Now, now to the business side. More former boxers being promoters. I think it's one of the greatest things that has happened in all of sports. Why is Ray Lewis so influential? You think Ray Lewis could have been that influential if he never played football? No, because he demands respect and he did it at the highest level. Okay. And I think it's more relatable to players. Okay, you know, so, so, so in terms of like communication and building a person who really speaks your lingo in terms of fighting, like he understands what's going on in and out of the ring. And even the family aspect of trying to deal with the success after you become a good and known fighter. Absolutely. Okay. Why is Al Heyman as big as how Al Heyman is? The, the, the rich Al Heyman. I'm sorry, let me, let me put that there. The rich <laughs> Al Heyman. Why does he get that? Because guess why? I'm good with Mayweather. Boxers respect him. Yep. I'm going to sign to you, sir. That simple. Because one day I could get to where he is. There's nothing. It's it, there's nothing around that. Why in the world? Everybody's like, oh, why does you know Marbury doing his own thing? <laughs> He's the first of his kind. Now you see Clay Thompson signing with a Chinese company, signing with this different players. They're expanding. They're more followers. So you have to follow the path to success. Okay. And right now, that's where it's going. Okay. It's the path to success. So you know what? You're right. I, I like what Oscar De La Hoya is doing. I see what Floyd is trying to do with the money team, promotional team. So I could get with that. But my opinion on the whole scenario is, if you're a former fighter who's seen all the ins and outs, there's nothing that surprises you anymore. I feel like where some of these fighters who are now promoters are failing is the fact that they're not teaching these guys to become the personalities that could create the revenue. They just find the guys who could fight and just tossing them out there and getting a percentage and dipping off. I feel as though they're not creating the steady market for all types of fighters. De La Hoya knows what sells. He knows that he knows he needs a foil. There is no there is no great fighter without a foil. All right, you have a Canelo. Now you should be out there finding a foil for Canelo. It shouldn't be Triple G basically saying, "Give me fight, give me fight, give me fight" for damn near two years before the fight is made. I think the same goes for Floyd Mayweather as well. He needs to now start finding these personalities. He tried with AB, but. AB, I think he just can't get the hood out of him. But I believe that these fighters who know the business and knew what it took to become pers to become personalities in and out of the boxing ring, I think it's now up to them because the Al Hamers of the world are going to keep getting money. They don't care who you are. They're going to get their bread. But fighters get the game. And I feel as though they need to start teaching the game to these young bucks. And, and you're right. And that's why fighters like Bernard Hopkins and De La Hoya got together and they're bringing out a lot of guys you know they're, they're right now you're seeing more of a, a, a of a slower slope because you know there, there was issues with you know uh, Al Heyman and then you had you know top rank and you know spiders went different areas so we're getting past that now okay but you know that's why PBC is so crucial to the sport and and a big clutch and a big uh, something that's very important is something that you, that you brought up earlier. It's there's no pension in boxing. Yeah. 
There's no players association. No. You're literally at the mercy of the next man handing you a contract. And if you are not educated within yourself, you will be screwed over. You on your own, man. That's it. You are on an island. Essentially, you are a mercenary with boxing gloves on. And if you're not out here selling yourself, you're on your own. Again, you could be the best boxer in the world. But again, Colin McGregor could come through and make quadruple what you've made in your career in one night because he just knows how to talk. <laughs> That's exactly. crazy. <laughs> hey, exactly. You know, you know what's funny? You know what's the differences of store brands and Coca-Cola? Right. The marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's easier marketed, so it's more relatable. You know what, too, is a big look for the fight game that's that's not as getting undersold as we speak? The fact that ESPN is now starting to get their hand in the fight game. ESPN is so desperate for more subscribers and finding more means to generate money because, as you know, they've been losing and hemorrhaging money that they'll do whatever it takes to position boxing in a way that benefits them. I, I'm surprised nobody else is really talking about this as much. Facts. Well, a lot of things hurt with ESPN. You know, they you got a lot of... Of, of journalists who they let go. Mm-hmm. You know, that hurts a lot. You had a lot of personalities, you know. Yep. People are downplaying, if you ask me, people are downplaying the pinnacle of ESPN, who was Stuart Scott. Yep. I mean, he. when you say ESPN, that's the first face that pops into your head. This is true. So, you know, there's a lot of things that subconsciously uh, takes away and not having boxing, you know. Matter of fact, here's a fun fact. Go to your phone. Mm-hmm. Go to your phone. Go to ESPN.com, press the menu button, and scroll mm-hmm. all the way down to sports. Okay. You know you know what's over? By the time you get to boxing, you pass WNBA. Yep. <laughs> you pass WWE, by the yeah. way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Volleyball. <laughs> you pass thousands of sports, but the richest athletes in boxing. Mind-boggling. It is. do with marketing. But I believe what we saw with that Pacquiao screw job... It's the beginning of the ESPN conglomerate getting its claws in. Believe it or not, in six months, we can reconvene from now and and we'll go to ESPN's website and that boxing tab will be a little bit higher than it is right now. Because once it, it, to me, if that, whenever Pacquiao decides to take the rematch with old boy from Australia, whenever he decides he's ready to fight him and he, and he handles all his political responsibilities, that is going to be a major draw. Everybody's going to be watching ESPN to see if he gets his belt back from that rematch. Because we all know he got jerked. But to me, the Scrooge, if he didn't knock him out, he was always going to lose that fight because ESPN knows there's more money in the rematch. What you just said right now and the way you, you laid it out, is perfectly the the, the, the mold yeah. of it's not how you get the money, it's if you get the money. Right. And that screw job, they're <laughs> going to profit off of it like nothing. They're going to remind you every chance they get, hey, you know that superstar Pacquiao? You know he got jerk, right? Unbelievable. <laughs> I can't Click wait till link. he gets to fight that guy. Click this link. Click this link. Yep. Generate streams <laughs> to the website, their YouTube page, they 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 Twitter page, their IG page. ESPN knows how to make money. That's why I'm like, I think boxing might be in good position. At some point, we're gonna get a world title fight on ESPN. I'm banking on that. Or ESPN might get in the pay-per-view game. But Esco, I'm gonna be going off the res a little bit, but that's to be expected. I feel like I look at you the UFC, right? 
And you see how they kind of have like a structure in place. They have a dude who functions as like a commissioner and he sanctions bouts. There's no ducking. There's, no, there's certain rankings. And when, when his time is up to fight, he gets his championship match. Do you think that they should be that kind of structure in the fight game throughout all of these commission bodies and all of that, WBC, this, that, and the fourth? Do you think that there needs to be some kind of person in charge that makes sure that we always get the big money fight when we're supposed to, as opposed to fighters ducking each other until the very right time? Or are you okay with the current setup of boxing? I'm still okay with the current setup. Okay. The, the problem with UFC is that yeah, you have this one sanctioning guy. You got this one promoter. You got this one owner. He controls everything. And we all know when one person controls everything, it's sort of dictatorship. Right. So, you know, he's going to get the main profits. If you look at the salaries of these poor UFC fighters, I mean, you know, I'm happy for I'm happy with what I'm making. I'll tell you that much. And I don't got to take a punch, you know? <laughs> so it's like, if you do that in boxing, you take away something that a lot of people don't give credit for Mayweather, which is create a free agency uh-huh. style in boxing. So you got more fighters saying, hey, wait a minute, I'm smartened up. I can make more. No, I won't Smartened do this. up and I open won't. the market up. Word the hove. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So fighters get more publicity. You know, you got tools like PBC, the internet, you got international. So I think that structure would disable the fighters and and the type of salaries they make. Ah, you know what? And I, I you know, I'm out here waving a flag about yo. I want to see fights when I want to see fights, and I'm not even thinking about the money aspect, because of course, if this guy or so whoever is in charge, then that means there is a trick. It's just not a dude saying you gotta fight him. There'll be a whole financial trickle down effect to where now, if I can say you gotta fight this guy, then I could probably dictate how much you make, and and then I could dictate if you even get the pay per view revenue off of that. So you know what? You're absolutely right. All of you boxers out there continue to be free agents. You know, and I feel like Floyd Mayweather doesn't get enough credit for creating a whole market within himself. Like, there's the whole boxing that we know than this Floyd Mayweather. I don't even think he operates within boxing because he creates a whole realm within himself. Like, when you fight Floyd, the dollars don't even make sense anymore. Pun intended. Because it's like, you could fight... <laughs> <laughs> like, even as big as his Triple G and the Canelo fight is, they're not going to make a half of what Floyd did with, with this guy that he basically picked off the street who's not a boxer. You know what I mean? Like, Floyd operates in his own economic system. And I feel like he deserves a lot of credit for that. And if there was a guy who was dictating who fought who and when they fought, Floyd couldn't do that. He couldn't be money Mayweather as we know today. Absolutely right. And, you know, it. you also got to remember, it, it took a lot of time. Right. I mean, Floyd Mayweather broke his wrist. It took him from going to, you know, from featherweight, you know, to junior lightweight, all the way up, you know, to junior welterweight, and having to fight, you know, Corrales and, mm-hmm. and those type of fights. You know, P- Pacquiao did the same thing. He became a big money maker. Cotto did the same thing. You know, we, we're, we're forgetting his $50 million that Cotto signed to Rock Nation. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, basically LeBron's salary, right? LeBron's salary for two fights. I mean, <laughs> for two years. LeBron's two-year salary for two fights. That's I a mean, big fight. And, and if it wasn't for Margarito sabotaging his career, Cotto would be up there with the greats. He, he'd, be, uh, he'd be standing next to uh, a Pacquiao and a Mayweather in terms of, like, the guys that we hold up to generate the big money fights. Well, those, those, those three guys are the biggest money 
makers after Mike Tyson. Okay. You know, you got Miguel Cotto, you got Mayweather, and you got Manny Pacquiao, who still demand pay-per-view. I mean, Cotto fought in May the same day as Mayweather and still got over 500,000, you know, uh, uh, fans watching him and True. also views. True. So, you know, it, it, it's when you're still in demand, that's the thing. You have to be in demand as a boxer. And what that intakes is being entertaining and having a different character and the wow factor. So, you know, that's why it's, it's a recipe. You know, you can have two out of three, but you still got to beat you it. You know what? I hope Cotto for his retirement fight because he said that his next fight is his last. I hope he keeps his word and, and, and does take the winner of Triple G and, and, and Canelo. I feel like whoever it is, that's must-see TV, in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, Miguel Cotto is still young. He's still putting in that work. Mm -hmm. He's still giving you, I ain't scared. So, you know, when you still have that I ain't scared mentality, bring on whoever, it's, it's, it's due for some, from some sparks. You'll see, has a great left hook, still goes to the body, manages his defense well, and he still cuts off the ring. Very One true. of the best to ever cut off the ring. Still, so, you know still what? He that. still stands in the pocket. I just don't want him to go out like my man B-Hop did get knocked out the ring. You know what I mean? That It was funny as hell. I rewinded it many times, but I can't afford to have another great looking crazy on the way out. So just take that next big payday, you know, fulfill your Rock Nation obligations and go out on top, at least financially. B-Hop went out like Hussein, man. Oh, that God. was, that was, that was, they took him down. You know, but it's, I, I'm, but at the same time, let's think about this, right? Let's think about, think about every sport in the world, yeah. right? You think of legends, Pele, yeah. Jordan, right? Mm -hmm. Kobe. <laughs> Co Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant. I ain't gonna lie, that hurt to say, but I don't say it. B-Hop prime, his prime. Mm-hmm. Was 42 years old. True. <laughs> <laughs> he had the longest prime in the history of the game. Yeah, like, like we actually thought he was timeless. Like, well, he actually beat Father Time for a certain period. Oh, yeah. His prime was 40 years old, all the way until 45. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. amazing. So, you know. But Father Time caught him in the end with that one hook out the ring and say, you don't want to leave, we're going to put you out, bruh. That's it. Yeah. He was in the cab of Father Time. He was in the cab at Father Time. He hopped it, mm -hmm. and the cab caught him around the corner. Caught him That's around the corner. All right, yeah. yo, Esco, before we cut up out of here, man, I still got to say, I'm taking Ali over Tyson. I don't care what you say. You can say whatever you want. Ali in any era over Tyson. You know, my, I, my blood pressure has been low this whole, this whole time. So now it's rising. So I see your plan. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I'm going to back up, but I see what you're doing. Uh, you, know, you know Iron Mike. You know what? I ain't even going to get it to you. Yeah. You know, I fell for it. I fell right in. <laughs> Got you all comfortable and cozy. Got him. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, look at this. I'm moving my feet right now. Oh, man. Move these cups. Yo, Esco, before you go, can you please identify yourself? Where, where can the people find you if they want to, you know, more boxing talk, more boxing info, fight game, out the ring info? Where can they find Esco Ramirez? Well, I'm usually on, on IG. You can mm -hmm. find me at, you know, WillMello718, mm -hmm. Instagram, you know, uh, on the book, Esco Ramirez, you know, and, and that's pretty much it where I go at it. And um, pretty soon I'll be opening up a Twitter and hopefully, you know, I think I opened up a Twitter two years ago. I was, and uh, actually, uh, one of Mayweather's uh, people responded to me. 
Oh yeah, you was talking yeah. crazy on Twitter because you know you you know how to yeah. see people emotions of what you say, bro. You done got me a couple of times, man. Absolutely. Shout out Absolutely. to the talk real quick. You gotta shout them and out. I, yeah, and I'll drop a LOL right after with it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Esco, you know, I want to thank you for coming on to the gray area, man. You know, we'll do this again. There's plenty of time for us to talk even more sports. You know, football season is in full swing, so I'll definitely oh, yeah. have you back on for us to talk some football. We're going we gonna to argue about Eli Manning or simple. We're going to have it out about that oh, guy. Oh, he got to go. Yeah. Oh, he got to go. He All right. Save that. Save years. that for when you, you pull go. back up. We're going to talk about him. You know what I mean? Right. But Esco, thank you. Thank you for coming on, man. You got it, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. Yes, sir. Always a fan. Everybody check it out. Yes, sir. You already know. Let let your people know, too, bro. You did your thing. They they need to hear that. Oh, yeah. I'll spread the word. I'll I'll, I'll even go to the surfers. Like, hey, check this out. I can't swim, but hold it. Check this out. All right, Esco. One love, man. All right, you got it. Have a good one, fellas. Yes, sir. And everybody, as the saying goes. Whether you like it or don't like it, sit down and look at it because it's the best going today. Perfect. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.